You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Today's primer is written by Shayanton Bera. The retail price of rice, the most widely consumed cereal, is on the rise. After battling over a year of surging wheat prices, rice could pose a new challenge for India, the top exporter globally. A lot depends on how the monsoon pans out. And that's what we explain in this episode. The internet gave us short attention spans. We preferred to like and share content instead of reading and sometimes even watching it. At Mint, we decided to come up with the Mint Primer, which breaks down the big news of today into short, quick, consumable questions and answers. On this podcast, you will find information about everything from cybercrime to RBI's new repo rates. I'm Prasad Banerjee, and this is what happened today. So let's start with how prices are moving. According to the Consumer Affairs Ministry, the average retail price of rice was rupees 39.3 per kg on June 3rd. That's 8.5% higher than last year. In comparison, retail wheat inflation was at 5.6% on the same day. In the cereals, pulses and oil seeds basket, retail price rise is the steepest for rice at the moment, except for tur dal which is pigeon pea and a pulse variety. Data from the wholesale price index published monthly shows that April rice prices were 7.7% higher than last year compared to 7.1% inflation for wheat. The price surge in rice with wheat staying firm means that managing cereal inflation will not be a really easy task. And why are prices rising? Well, rice production in the last Kharif season, which is June to October 2022, was impacted by scanty rainfall in parts of Uttar Pradesh, Bihar and West Bengal. This pushed the government to impose restrictions on the export of non-basmati rice in September 2022 which included a 20% export duty and a ban on broken rice exports. Yet India is estimated to ship out 22.5 million tons of rice in 2023 which is marginally higher than the previous year. Unlike in wheat, India is the largest exporter of rice with a 40% share of the global trade. The trade curbs set by India were among factors which contributed to the continuing surge in global prices. Which brings us to public stocks of rice and other grains. With public purchases of wheat falling short of target, total food grain stocks with the government are at around 75 million tons. This is enough to supply to food subsidy schemes and maintain a strategic reserve. However, the legroom to cool prices by offloading stocks in the market will depend on the size of kharif rice harvest, planting for which begins this month. And whether the situation gets precarious depends on how the southwest monsoon pans out in an El Nino year, often associated with subpar rains. The official forecaster has predicted normal rains at 96% of the 50-year average with a deficit in northwest India. With better access to irrigation, kharif crops are more resilient to deficit rains. But if rainfall turns out to be much lower than forecast, with skewed distribution over time and regions, rice and pulses could be hit, which means consumers will have to live with higher cereal prices for some more months. But the government can take some steps. It can tighten export controls on rice and impose stock limits to lower prices. But more export controls won't be easy either. 
Many poor nations depend on cheap Indian rice. Also, the El Nino phenomena can impact rainfall in the South and Southeast Asian region as well, which is the world's rice production and consumption hub, and hence drive global prices higher. Climate events can reverse India's marginal food grain surpluses into deficits. But official estimates of record production often discount these risks. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. We'll see you again tomorrow. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Listener.